Hi everyone and welcome. Thank you again for taking the time to listen in to our second podcast discussing all things that are employment related. Today we'll be covering two very recent developments with respect to our labour laws. These are the extension of the UIF covid TERS benefit and the increase in the national minimum wage and earnings threshold. The recent announcement by the Minister of the covid TERS benefit extension was greeted, I think, with much relief by many employees and employers. However, it is only aimed at certain specified categories of employees, which we will mention shortly. Some employees we know are still awaiting payouts for previous periods of the lockdown from 2020, but these cases are being prioritised by the Department of Labour and we heard from some clients within the last couple of weeks that long-awaited terse payments were suddenly received in their or the employee's bank accounts. So that's good news. The applications for the extended benefits are going to be processed in two separate periods. The portal is already open for applications for this first period. On about the 28th of February, the Department of Labour sent a letter to all employers outlining the categories of employees who would be eligible for this extended TERS benefit. Very briefly, employees who are on temporary layoff or reduced working time within sectors that have not been able to operate due to regulatory restrictions, they will be able to apply for these benefits, as well as employees in all sectors. Firstly, who were required to self-isolate or quarantine to prevent the spread of covid TERS in the workplace, or employees who were aged 60 and above who could not be reasonably accommodated in the workplace. Employees aged 60 and above were categorised very early on in the lockdown as vulnerable employees. And thirdly, employees with comorbidities, irrespective of age, and who could not be reasonably accommodated in the workplace. So those employees, irrespective of sector, would be able to apply for this extended benefit. One of the items of information that the employer is asked to input when making the application is which sector their business is in, in terms of the nominated sectors that qualify. And there is a list that was attached to that letter of all the sectors and business areas that are deemed to be still affected by the lockdown regulations. Once you select a sector, the system does an automatic verification with SARS's records, that's the revenue service, to check your business's SIC code that you used when you registered your business with SARS. A SIC code is nothing to do with an illness, it's SRC, which stands for Standard Industry Classification, and this code will identify what industry your business operates in. This is a very important reason, of course, to notify SARS within the required time period of any business information changes so that you are not left out in the cold with developments such as this extended benefit period. Another recent announcement, which was greeted with varied responses, is that of the increase in the national minimum wage. This increase came into effect on the 1st of March 2021 and is applicable to all employees who are not covered by either sectoral determinations, bargaining council agreements, 
or other collective agreements that regulate minimum wages. The minimum wage for general employees, including farm workers, is now 21 Rand 69 cents per hour. The minimum for domestic workers is 19 Rand and 9 cents per hour, a huge 22% increase over the previous rate. Employees in expanded public works programs, the new rate is 11 Rand 42 cents. Note that employees who work for less than four hours on any day must be paid for a minimum of four hours for that day, and this applies only to employees earning less than the earnings threshold, which we'll discuss shortly. Learnership allowances also increased with effect from the 1st of March, and you can contact us if you need the table of the new allowances. The earnings threshold, which has not been increased since July 2014, has also been increased with effect from the 1st of March 2021 and it is now pegged at 211,596 rand and 3 cents per annum. That's the annual earnings of an employee or translated into a monthly salary of 17,633 rands per month. This earnings threshold is significant in a number of respects because there are certain provisions of the Labor Relations Act, the Basic Conditions of Employment Act and the Employment Equity Act that do not apply to employees who earn at or above this earnings threshold. Some of these provisions or protections include overtime, ordinary working hours, meal intervals, pay for Sunday work and night work. In terms of the Employment Equity Act, employees who wish to refer unfair discrimination disputes may not refer them to the CCMA, but must refer them to the Labour Court if they earn at or above the threshold, unless there are very specific conditions that are met. Only then will they have access to the CCMA. Determining the employee's earnings in relation to the threshold Earnings mean an employee's regular annual remuneration before deductions of tax, pension, medical aid, etc. So one is not talking total cost to company. One also does not include subsistence, transport allowances and overtime payments in the calculation. And lastly, the new minimum wage for the contract cleaning and wholesale and retail sectors has also increased. These new minimum wages increased from 1 March 2021. And you may also obtain copies of these new wage schedules by contacting us. Well, folks, that's all for now. From today's podcast, one can appreciate the varied workplace and business-related developments that occur just within the space of a few short weeks. In our next podcast, we'll be discussing two items, namely COID, or Workman's Compensation, as it's more traditionally known, and the deadline for submitting the return of earnings for COID, which has been extended. We will also discuss the new UIF e-compliance certificate. We trust that you found our topics today useful and should you need further information or if you'd like to find out more about our services that we offer, please contact us. Our email address is hilton at hgconsult.co.za and our mobile number is 082-802-9894. Bye for now and take care.